Welcome to Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Croft. And good morning, everybody. Great to be with you as we begin a new broadcast week. There's lots to talk about, especially all the stuff that happened over the weekend, especially at CPAC. For those of you who don't know, that is the conservative political action conference that has been around a long, long time. Unfortunately, uh, they moved it back to D.C. It had been a couple of years. They they had coupled down in Florida, a free state, and then one in Texas, a free state. They decided to go back to D.C. Now, the folks that run it are the quintessential Republican establishment insiders, even though they did support Trump, even though that one of the founders was served on the communications team for Trump, they are DC insiders. And at CPAC, they had diminishing crowds because things are changing, folks. They did not have the numbers of people there that they expected. They sold like 4,000 tickets. 2,000 people showed up. Now, the big heavyweights showed up, the exception of Ron DeSantis. Trump was there and gave the final speech. I don't know if any of you got it, but if you listened to it, rather, but you should have. If yeah, I mean, It was powerful. And it plays into what I want to talk with you about today because you see... The Republican Party is changing. There's an interesting piece that was written on the 5th yesterday by Josh Hammer in the Daily Caller. And it is, it's an opinion piece, but it is something to think about. The new GOP is the party of parents. Things are changing, folks. Trump has recognized that. Kurt Schlichter had a piece that he wrote in townhall.com, and he's a regular columnist there, and it's entitled Trump's Good Couple of Weeks. Now, the reality is that there's things are changing, and that's good. Question is, will the Republican Party, will the conservatives who are in the Republican Party take over the Republican Party like they're trying to do? And I have done some in, in Oregon, of all places. Will they take it over and become the populist Republican Party and not sacrifice conservative values in the process? This, look, CPAC was not well attended. There was an interesting article written in Red State about that. 
about why. Why conservatives are leaving this conference in the dust? Well, because there are competing events that are out there that are not mainstream establishment. Now, I watched, even so, Steve Bannon was there, and you know, the posse, and, and if you don't listen to his afternoon show, because I do from time to time, it is very interesting. And it's not on, I mean, it's on Lindell TV and so forth. And, and look, I don't want to take away from you listening to our great um, talk show host that we have here in our lineup, 12 hours of live political talk radio. The only place in the state of Oregon you're going to find it is right here in KSLM. But Bannon declared all-out war on Fox News. And he did that on Friday. And guess what happened? Fox News was not going to carry Trump's speech. They know better now. Even though the lefty media, including here in the Oregonian, are parroting this story about the Dominion lawsuit against Fox News and all this stuff. And Chucky Schumer's out there saying, you got to... Fox, you got to rein in. You can't talk about the elections. You got to rein in your talk show host. You got to stop them from talking about it. Yeah, so much for the First Amendment. Fox decided to carry Trump's speech. I actually watched it on Fox. Only because I didn't know that they were going to do it until late. And it was the fastest way for me to do it. I happened to run home to be able to watch it. It was an awesome speech. Now, CNN puts out a thing yesterday and says, 23 lies Trump talked about in his speech. Well, CNN, we'll see how you guys do, even though you're trying to clean up the mess that you've become. My guess is you're not going to do well. Because most, over half of America, I shouldn't say most, but over half of America still believes the 2020 election on the presidential level was stolen. And you have good reason to believe it. Very good reason. Now, the Republican Party is changing. Will the conservatives who get that and understand that you have the power of Trump, folks, is two things. His genuineness, he appeals far beyond the Republican base. Far beyond it. All you have to do is just watch what he's saying and you'll figure it out. Because if you read, if you watch what he says... You're going to get it. If you just listen to how he talks. Folks, get past the orange man, the bad orange man with the mean tweets thing. Listen to how he talks to you and I, just the average folks out there. No one comes across the way Trump does. In terms of his genuineness, he said in his speech, 
And again, folks, I preach this to candidates who are running for office. You got to be who you are. Trump is who he is, good and bad, folks. But I'm going to tell you right now, his motivations are everything for people who are not in the Republican realm to vote for him. A lot of those people sat out the 2022 midterm elections. Trump's going to bring him back into the fold, and he does it with things like what he said. He said, I had a great life. I didn't need to do this. And he went through the litany of deep state attacks on him and lies and Russia, Russia, Russia hoax and all of this. It's a point you cannot and should not dismiss because it gets to the heart of your motivation. And I talk to candidates about this all the time. Trump is doing this and he says as much for you and I to make America great again. All the things that we believe America is that has made America great are the things that Trump talks about. And that goes across party lines, friends. And it goes across to this huge and emerging block of people that don't like either party, but will vote for someone that they feel is genuine, number one. And number two, has their best interest at heart. Again, this is something I preach constantly to candidates. You have got to understand something. People want to know truly that you care about them. They are judging you constantly in the words you say. And they are. And they're judging you from the lens, if you will, of how you're going to benefit them and their life. Are you going to stand up for the things you believe in? The things they believe in, rather. Is this person that's asking for your vote, is it? Well, that gets us back to this piece by Josh Hammer. The Republican Party is the party of parents. Republican Party is changing. This is what the old guard establishment leaders of the party do not understand. Or they do understand it, but they're unwilling to admit it. And they're unwilling to change. Yet there are some pieces of generally what the Republican Party stands for for, that are not changing and should not change. So I'm going to marry these two together, and I want you to stick with me here right now. The piece by Josh Hammer, the new GOP is the party of parents. And I'm going to marry that. That's the new thing. That's the new opportunity. And Trump brings those parents into the fold, especially if you if you heard him talk about um, his Agenda 47 initiatives like 47th president. One of them was babies, babies, babies. He wants us to have more babies. Now that's only a part of it. 
When's the last time a president said that? Hmm? Or a presidential candidate? Well, Jim wrote me an email. And the email is this, soft on crime. This is the part of the party, the party's general direction and agenda that it must not walk away from. Because it plays into the party of parents. Here's what Jim writes, soft on crime. Good Saturday morning. I heard about the store closures in Portland. And I wonder who will be next. Talking about Walmart, folks. I love that doesn't meet financial expectations, quote unquote, lying. It's a polite way of excusing corporate and liberal soft on crime policies. It's not like any Walmart doesn't make money. They just can't keep it all from walking out in the arms of shoplifters. And I'm being polite there, too. Not only will those employees be negatively affected, but the communities that depend on those stores will have to find other ways to get food, clothing, and other necessities. Oh, wait. What will the thieves do? He says, it's permanently, and he has this story here. Walmart announced it is permanently closing all its locations in Portland, Oregon, over financial reasons. What? Maybe they can turn the empty buildings into homeless shelters. Now there's an original idea. Soft on crime. The Republican Party, especially now, with the George Soros-funded woke leftist prosecutors like in Bend, like in Portland, that are soft on crime. Every time we run hard, on being tough on crime, Republicans or conservative win. This cannot change. We have to continue that. Now, when we come back from this funny after the hour break, I'll get into this piece by Josh Hammer. The new party of parents is what the Republicans are. Back in a moment. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. We are back. Great to be with you. 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails always to Jeff 1220.am or Jeff KSLM.news. By the way, I got a text from Anne Marie. Trump's speech, even his facial expressions have changed, in my opinion. He doesn't come across as angry. He's more relatable. Have more babies. Sounds feasible to trust. We will be safe to live again. As it is now, people are afraid of the future. Yes, they are. And tonight we're going to talk a little bit about that because tonight we have a political coffee clatch meeting at the Honky Tonk again. Two things are going to happen. Gary, who calls this show and, as you know, is um, very much in tune with the latest things going on with the shot and ways to reverse it in your life and in your body if you've had the shot. Gary's going to be making a PowerPoint presentation tonight. So we're going to have... A screen set up uh, and a projector. I'll have my little sound system set up. I know it gets a little bit hard uh, at times to hear, so you're just going to have to crowd around 
and get a little bit closer. All right. Come early. It starts at six o'clock. The political coffee clatch at the Honky Tonk Bar and Grill, McGill Crest, right next to Salem Airport. Come and join us. If you know someone who's had the shot and they want to reverse this stuff, if you know someone who is really worried about that, why don't you invite them to come join us tonight? Come and have, have dinner. Come early. Come about 5.30. And come to the Honky Tonk Bar and Grill. We're, we're back in the back in the corner where the pool tables are. Okay? They reserve that for us on Monday nights. We're doing this to get on the opposite schedule of Oregon People's Vote, which um, they have their meeting once every two weeks, and we have ours once every two weeks. And we're just trying to alternate so that their people can come and join us because they are a big part of what we talk about in terms of elections. All right? Now, I got to remind you, Rebecca Donaldson is a real estate broker. You ought to think about talking to, if you're thinking about buying or selling a home, she won best of the Willamette Valley for a reason. It's because she's good at what she does. That benefits you in a lot of ways. It ought to be a great incentive for you to give her a call at 503-269-0747. If you're thinking about buying or selling a home, you owe it to yourself to talk to her. 503-269-0747. And to not only learn more about her, but look at the inventory of homes that she's representing, go to her website, rebeccasgothouses.com, rebeccasgothouses.com. Trump is a populist. He gets it. I don't agree with everything that Trump says. You know, when I was married, I didn't agree with everything that my wife thought either. Okay? Husbands and wives. That's why Reagan said it. You know, he really did. He put it right. Is that if you can agree with somebody politically about 70% of the time, you probably ought to support him. That's true. But I want to get back to the heart of things. Josh Hammer's piece is written in the Daily Caller yesterday, is the new GOP is the party of parents. The Republicans' party's slow transformation, he writes, from the Bordeaux-sipping party, the wine-drinking party, of Acela Corridor, that's East Coast suburbanites, into a beer-drinking party of the working class, Rust Belt and Sun Belters, Rust Belters and Sun Belters, has been picking up steam lately. And the Republican Party's divorce from the Chamber of Commerce over irreconcilable cultural differences. In other words, Chamber of Commerce's. Let's open the borders. Let's let all the legals, illegals in because we want that cheap labor. He writes, accelerates the golden opportunity has merged to recast the Republican Party not as the 1980s era image of supply side tax cutting but in a revamped image of the party that focuses on supporting parental rights and protecting vulnerable children from modern society's depredations. He writes, some recent examples hint that the GOP may be moving beyond more mere rhetorical platitude and into the realm of concrete policy and action. The number one killer of kids, of Americans, frankly, aged from 18 to 45 is fentanyl, trafficked by the Mexican drug cartels. It's the number one killer. 
And then he goes on to, to talk about how this is an opportunity because the deaths of kids from fentanyl goes far beyond the political party, folks. Then he talks about Ron DeSantis going hard after woke Disney. Okay? And then he makes this. He quotes from DeSantis's piece in the Wall Street Journal. And he says the translation of what DeSantis said is this. The somewhat apocryphal quote often attributed to President Calvin Coolidge that the business of America's business is no longer apt if it ever was. The Fortune 500 should take note. The fights against transgender surgeries for minors and big tech addiction are two other powerful examples of what a more hands-on, culturally pugnacious parents and children first Republican Party can and should prioritize. Whereas the older corporate-centric GOP was a party of openness and eschewed using statecraft to impose limitations. The newer parents and children-centric GOP must embrace the more frequent imposition of legal limitations and outright bans in the name of the common good. There's more. We'll get to it on the other side of the break. It's 6.30. Yeah, here's an opportunity for the future. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Twenty-three minutes before the top of the hour. If you're just joining us here on Political Coffee, uh, here's what we're talking about. Is the Republican Party the oper- does it have an opportunity to become the party of parents? Yeah. Trump had a barn burner of a speech on Saturday night at CPAC. If you missed it, you missed something powerful. Because he continues to absolutely connect with people like this story talks about that we're talking about here, parents. He urged having baby, baby, babies. He has a whole new agenda. Now, I got to tell you, I mean, it, it is more than just what he said previously, folks. He's getting it. He's a populist. That's what this story is about. And I'm going to share with you in just a moment some of the statistics out of this piece in the Daily Caller by Josh Hammer, entitled The New GOP is the Party of Parents. If you if you missed my opening monologue, you missed me saying, yes, the Republican Party is no longer the party of tax cuts, supply side. They will always be that. But that's not the main thing people care about. They care about other things. And the Republican establishment doesn't get that. 
We're moving beyond the Chamber of Commerce because the Chamber of Commerce ain't our friends, folks. I hate to say it. They aren't. Because they have shown us that they are very willing to, Im to become woke and destroy the very values that made America great. And that's why Trump and others are starting to figure it out. America is great for a number of reasons. And the cultural battle and war is a part of it. Got a great email from Rich about this. I'm going to share it with you in just a moment. 503-589-1220 is the Power of Buke GMC talk line, by the way. 503-589-1220. Emails to jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news. Like the one I got from Rich. Walmart in Portland. Hi, Jeff. Everything I have found to date shows that Walmart is closing all two Portland stores. So that means that they may have only two stores in the Portland city limits. So are we being played like the old word game that is of meanings of words like all, many, some? Well, the story that I read is that Walmart was closing all Portland area stores. Now, the surrounding areas, probably not. But it, the crime and shoplifting, yes, has a lot to do with it. But there's more. If you're within the Portland city limits or even Multnomah County, you're getting hit with all kinds of new taxes. Plus, you're getting hit with the Oregon gross receipts tax, which is statewide. Hurts car dealers all over the state. Hurts very high-volume, low-profit margin businesses. And Walmart's one of them. They have to pay it. 503-580-1456. That's Freedom Heating and Air's number. Yesterday morning, I got up, and it started snowing. I know maybe some of you didn't get snow where you are, but we did down in the South Valley. Had about an inch and a half. Snowed for about hour, hour and a half. Things were cold, and it's cold tonight. It was cold last night. If you're not warm in your home, you really ought to just bite the bullet and call Freedom Heating and Air. And you know what they'll do? They get out to your place right away. That's what they do best. It's one of many things they do best, but their emergency services is the best around. Give them a call today. They'll come out to your place, 503-580-1456. Check out their website, freedomheatingandair.net. That's all one word, Freedom heatingandair.net. Josh Hammer's piece, folks, details how Ron DeSantis has took on the woke corporate, corporate mindset, which is why the Republican Party has to divorce itself and has largely from the Chamber of Commerce. But he talks about, in this piece, fentanyl. And then he talks about the fights against transgender surgeries and big tech as two other powerful example of what a more hands-on, culturally pugnacious, parents and children first GOP can and should prioritize. Now, just stop here for a second. I'm going to say that again. Fighting against transgender surgeries for minors in big tech addiction 
like your kids being addicted to addicted to TikTok or YouTube to very woke companies. One, of course, being banned now in the U.S. government because TikTok, of course, as you know, is a Chinese-owned subsidiary. Gary, hang on. I'll get to you in a second. But then he gets into this Governor Tate Reeves, conservative Republican governor of, of Mississippi, made by signing legislation the Magnolia State, the eighth state to fully ban, quote, gender-affirming care procedures for minors. Tennessee, Governor Bill Lee made the volunteer state the first state to affirmatively ban drag shows in the presence of minors. Let's get to big tech. Parents and children have to treat big tech as an addictive product requiring level of scrutiny and regulation. That such a toxic product necessarily entails. Here's what's interesting. A report last month by the Institute of Family Studies and Ethics, the Institute for Family Studies and the Ethics and Public Policy Center found that 80% of parents want parental consent required before a minor opens a social media account. And 77% want to ensure that they have administrator level access to what their children see and do online. Then he gets into TikTok, the threat that it is. It's communist Chinese party spyware. 30 states, folks, mostly red, have now banned or partially banned TikTok on government devices. Marco Rubio, U.S. Senator from Florida, has introduced the Antisocial CCP Act, would ban TikTok from operating in the U.S. He concludes its, his piece by saying this. Then I'm going to get to the phones. Josh writes, add in other pressing issues of political economy, not the economy, folks, but political economy. They're different things, such as the disbursement of direct family policy payments to working parents and even a la Hungary and Poland, the structuring of certain tax breaks to reward stable marriages that produce children and the playbook for the new parents and the children first GOP becomes reasonably clear. And here's what it is. Whether that playbook of protecting children, the new party of parents, is actually adopted by Republican elected officials in mass is a different question entirely. Now, listen to this. A bill was introduced to remove, now this just fits into this, listen to me. Then I'm going to get to the phones. Senate Bill 246 from Art Robinson would backtrack on Oregon's Menstrual Dignity Act, which was passed last session. It would, re re it would remove the requirement that boys' bathrooms have tampons and sanitary pads. This is the culture war that matters to parents. 
transgender surgeries without their permission or their children being chemically altered by school districts. Yes, you heard me right. Without their permission is what's happening in Oregon today. That's the opportunity the Republican Party. Let's go to Gary. Gary, good morning. Hey, good morning, Jeff. Uh, looking forward to tonight uh, at uh, the, uh, what's it called, Honky Tonk Barn Grill? Yes, yes, on McGill Crest next to the port or the Salem Airport. Yeah, and uh, I will be—I will not be the one speaking. It's actually better. Um, our head researcher is going to be speaking. The person that I get all my information from, who's who, who's uh, actually been uh, ran the CDC uh, virus lab uh, here in Washington County. Uh, she is amazing. So she'll be putting on a demonstration. But, you know, we, we've been uh, doing this now for a couple of weeks, um, doing little presentations and, and having a table. And I'll tell you what, Jeff, the most amazing thing about it now, and sometimes God sends you in different directions, is the stories we're hearing. When people are actually starting to talk about this vax and this and, and what they, their family has gone through, the damage, death, and you name it, uh, people being put in the hospital from the shot, uh, it is uh, heartbreaking, but it's also amazing because people are actually now being able to talk about this thing. Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. It's 10 minutes to the top of the story. Uh, Gateway Pundit apparently has huge breaking news coming out sometime this morning on election integrity. So we'll see what that is. I want to go back to Gary. Gary, uh, finish your, your thought there. We went to break. Yeah, I don't know where, got, where I got cut off, but anyway, quick two stories. We were at the uh, we were at the uh, Right to Life uh, meeting here at uh, at Rolling Hills over the weekend. Uh, a lady was talking about how she has four friends that have had stillbirths this year, and she said she hasn't heard of a stillbirth in ten years. You know, like one every ten years. And then another story: uh, a lady whose nephew. Um, he's take you know he's an avid sh- shot guy. He's taken all his shots and boosters and everything. He had, I think he had a a, a kidney transplant, and he, and the kidney rejected it. So they went in to do another transplant, and while they were in there, they found a huge clot. Oh my goodness! Is that right? Wow. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. So we're hearing story after yeah. story. Anyway, be there tonight. We'll we'll uh, and have the people come early. We want to hear these stories. Yes. So if you have stories, folks, like um, Joe Beeves, like Gary just talked about, come early tonight, Honky Tonk Bar and Grill. We are having tonight, and I put it on the Telegram page. This event tonight, another political coffee clash. I know we had one last week. We're going to do another one tonight because we're just trying to get opposite of Oregon people's vote of their meetings. We're going to talk about that tonight. Bring your stories. Come early. Have dinner. We start officially at 6 o'clock. There'll be a PowerPoint presentation. All right? Um, Yes, uh, Fred, 
I like the Mike Lindell's election crime bureau. We need those stories. Uh, also, uh, and hang on, Art, I'm going to get to you in just a second. The Republican Party, this is an email from a state employee who shall never be named. The Republican Party must indeed become the party advocating for defending and serving the interests of parents. But it also needs to become an advocate for all special interest voting blocks. Now, before you repulse from that, here's what this person means. The Republican Party needs to pursue being the party of single adults, especially single mothers, college students, African-Americans, Latinos, blue collar workers, etc. The Republican Party would do well to become a party of special interests, providing real conservative and compelling solutions to all groups of citizens and voters throughout the land. Yes. But not the special interests of the woke corporate America that it has been. It's time to become the party of special interests of average people, of people who share the common goal and desires for the things that we do, parental rights, the party of being tough on crime. Because you know what, we can argue about fentanyl we can argue about transgenderism in our schools and CRT. We can argue about how much school funding is out there and tax cuts and all of that. But you know what? It means nothing if you're not safe in your home, in your neighborhood. Your kids aren't safe at school. It means nothing, folks. Crime still is the number one issue that the Republican Party has to focus on. Eric Azer, Righteous Renovations, is a contractor you can trust to come into your home and do it right for you and not make your life miserable, especially if you're thinking about adding on like a, like a new bathroom or remodeling your bathroom or your kitchen. Because those are sensitive areas of your home. And if it's a miserable experience with a contractor, you're not going to be happy. You don't get that with Eric Azer. And don't take my word for it. Go to his website, RighteousRenovations.com. See, see it for yourself, RighteousRenovations.com. Freedom Cities. There's a lot to say, and I'm probably not going to get to it because I, I need to get to back to the phones. We'll probably have to do it tomorrow. Trump's speech, his quantum leap plan is powerful. Let's go to Art. Art, good morning. Good morning, Jeff. Uh, what I wanted to comment is that Trump and the Republican Party are moving towards, you know, uh, one nation under God, Jeff, not just parents, but everybody. And I agree that it is about everybody. And that movement will lead to excess, success. Uh, and, you know, God helped create this country. Of course, we all know that. Uh, and that's where we got to get back. We got to get back to one nation under God. And then we'll have successes. It's about everybody. It's about the great-grandparents, the grandparents, the, the parents, and how the family structure should be. 
I know it is like it's supposed to be in my family, but there's a lot of families that haven't gotten there, and Trump gets it, and more people are getting it every day, that we need to get back to that place, and then we'll start, you know, things will start getting better. Yeah, you're right. I mean, it, this this is the basics of, of, of where conservatism and the Republican Party need to go, and they haven't always been the same. Art, God thanks bless, for yeah. a, a great point. I mean, you, this is where we have to go, folks. This is what Donald Trump tapped into with Make America Great Again, and he's going back to that. His quantum leap plan creates a new American future to modernize communities. He wants to build new cities Lower the cost of living, invest in transportation, modernize public spaces. New cities. This is an interesting idea. Talks about raising the standard of living because everybody knows it ain't what it was. Let's go quickly to Tim. Tim, good morning. Hey, Tim. Did we lose Tim? Okay, darn it. So, folks, raising the standard of living. Now, this Trump, of course, has to continue to talk about what we just talked about. Parents. He's got to hit the populist but important themes people care about. But he's also putting out creative and different ideas. He wants a national contest to charter up to 10 new cities on a very small portion of federal land and award these charters. Let's go to Tim quickly. Tim, got to go fast, man. Go. Hi, Jeff. I, I agree with Art because he never left the basic tenets of conservatism. He was always there. And I keep thinking about Unfortunately, Tim, uh, we're at the end of our time. Uh, darn it. Call back tomorrow. Let's try to finish that thought. See you tonight at the Honky Tonk Bar and Grill, folks. A great presentation on how you can recover from the clock shot. Bring your stories if you have stories of people been affected. See you at 6. Yeah.